What's up, Gertz listeners? We are here in Littleton, Massachusetts for a in-person interview. The last couple you've heard have been virtual with just my voice. Your sultry voice. Oh, Erica is here. <laughs> is Ryan here? Hi. Ryan's Aww. here. Oh, holy Everyone's shit. here. Yeah, and we're all together, which is really great. It's adorable. It's, it is. It's very adorable. <laughs> um, and we have an awesome episode lined up for your ear holes today, Brutes listeners. Let me tell you. What are we going to talk about? Beer. Probably. At dirigible. Yes. That's right. Yes. We, just, we actually just learned how to say that word. We had a, a whiteboard. And we've, we took the ruler and it was like, dirigible. Ryan got a first try, which was so surprising because Ryan can't even say like, like Amsterdam. Words. Words. Yeah. Good job, Ryan. You're welcome. All, He's learning. <laughs> we're all really proud of Ryan. Yeah. Yes. I had a dream the other night that I had to go back to high school mm. and they were like, we're going to take away your college degree because you didn't finish your math class. <laughs> And I just felt like the listener should hear about that. So if you have any, it's very stressful. If you have any psych, like uh, psychiatric <laughs> diagnosis for this, please send it my way. Uh, health insurance is expensive. Magne- it's a magnesium. <laughs> I need to take more magnesium. Yeah. Right. yeah. All right. Um, so what's up? We're here with Chris and Colin. Hello. CNC, Hello. CNC, right? That's it. CNC. Yeah. You probably hate that. Yeah. Yeah. I have to call you that. It's probably hard at all. C squared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. easy to remember. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, we walked in the brewery today. We knew you guys had a, like a steampunk theme. Ryan and I were talking on the way here. We had to drive up 495 and we're like, what is steampunk? Would you like me to explain it for you? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go All for right. it. <laughs> cool. So steampunk's pretty cool. It's a uh, genre of science fiction where life never really progressed past steam technology. And so you get a lot of the man-made, everything's powered by steam, um, the men wear the top hats, the monocles, the women wear the corsets or the big frilly dresses. And again, it focuses on the man-made. So uh, a lot of it is like, if, if there's any imperfections, it's actually closer to the theme. Case in point over here, you get this, uh, I know listeners on here can't. Wings. Yeah, you got like the Da Vinci-esque wings over here. I, I actually purposely burnt holes into, the, uh, into the, the wings and everything and then put patches over it. Um, coffee stains over there. Uh, uh, cellar mold, um, but <laughs> that was unintentional, but uh, it still works for it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, so yeah, it focuses on like the man-made and all that kind of stuff. Um, the name dirigible uh, comes from uh, from steampunk as well. The um, the the whole point of it is like you know the the, the dirigibles are your your. Um, it's the mo- main mode of uh, transportation. Main mode of transportation. Sorry, yeah. Um, so you, it's, like a zeppelin. Child. it's like a Zeppelin yeah. almost, yes. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's it, not. It, yes. It is. Yeah, very much so. Oh, okay. Zeppelins, uh, airships, any lighter than air uh, uh, aircraft that is self-propelled and maneuverable. Yeah. I feel and, like society would be better if we were just steampunk. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Might be cool. <laughs> Might be cool. Might be very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What are you going to add, Colin? That's all. Yeah. Oh, that's all. <laughs> yeah, cool. So obviously we're in the brewery. Uh, it's very industrial steampunk ask. Um, are you guys metal workers at all or who made this tree? Let's talk about that for a second. Uh, so that is a local artist uh, right out of Bolton. Her name's uh, Yvette, um, Yvette Monstadt. Uh, and she, this is actually what she does for a living. She's got a, a whole workshop and everything. And a couple times a year, she actually opens it up to the public. Very and cool. yeah, uh, it's, it's really awesome. She and her husband, uh, actually, she did the, the uh, actual metal work herself. And then her husband came in, helped her, you know, mount it to the wall and then put like the backlights on yeah. it and everything. Nice. So. I, I personally like it when a brewery has a theme. 
Yeah. I think of like uh, River Sticks. Yeah. yeah. They've yeah. got a cool theme, right? You oh, guys yeah. have a cool mm-hmm. theme. Um, it just makes it like a cool destination to go to. Mm-hmm. Experience, guys, kind yeah, of. Yeah. 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 Um, Sense of place. Yeah. And it, yeah. you certainly did a good job breaking up the business park. Mm-hmm mundane like <laughs> industrial part right like yeah. i'm sure if we go into any of these buildings it looks like exactly where i work at cubicles yes. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people miserable and they probably can't <laughs> wait to come here and right here. and that was like our whole idea we want everything that we do we try to you know put it to theme uh even even like uh like dirigible itself like we knew from the get-go when we were doing our business plan that we wanted to have a huge amount of beers uh just just for you guys's information when we grand open we had all 16 taps open wow Shit, good for you guys uh, that's a lot <laughs> and really uh like the only the best way to get through uh, a large tap system is flights so like if you look on back sure. of Colin's shirt our uh, our tagline is grab a pint catch a flight uh, yeah. There you go. Double entendre. I, yep. <laughs> yeah. I kind of tie it all together. So, common misconception you guys are ran on Steam, right? No. So, this well, is not actually, a Steam operator. Oh, is, 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 okay. is Steam operated. Yeah, sure. it is. Shit. Sure They're really is. on brand. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. That's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. So, the tap space is really cool. Um, I want to get into a little bit of like the background of Absolutely. Dirigible. Uh, so, are you guys like childhood best friends? How'd you guys meet? What's the deal? Colin and I, we are brothers-in-law. Our okay. wives are sisters. And we cool. actually met through our wives. You know, uh, like I started dating my wife. He started dating his wife. And then all my of a sudden. Completely wife. I couldn't resist. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, no, it just happened to be like uh, uh, we, we met together one Christmas uh, morning. I, I had brought some beer over that I brewed from Mr. Beer Kit. I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> and uh, as a result, I had a bunch of bottle bombs. So I brought one over nice. there, uh, mostly as a joke. I'm like, hey, I, I made this. Let's bring it outside and crack it open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and of course, you know, bottle bomb ensued, but Colin was like, yeah, no, I didn't know you brew beer. I brew beer too. We should brew beer this summer. And uh, yeah, cool. that, that summer, uh, he, he brought his system up to my house right in the middle of July. It was a 100-plus degree day. a great day. time to be brewing. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was probably the worst brew yes. day I've ever had. Yeah. Um, uh, Colin was testing a whole bunch of new pots. You know, we had to drill holes into the pots. We had to fi- fix oh, leaks. We had stuck mash. Yeah. Uh, the, because it was so hot, the knockout didn't work out well. It was a 12-hour day. And by the end of it, you know, here we are. Like, we cleaned the last pot. I'm soaked head to toe. I'm like, yeah, that was fun. Let's do this again. <laughs> you can survive that. Then yeah. it's, it's yeah. easy from then on out, right? Exactly. <laughs> then we had the really cold days oh, in the middle of winter, like uh-huh. not even like a single degree. Yep. And we're like, okay, well, everything's frozen. So let's bring <laughs> all this stuff inside, unfreeze it, and then we can maybe go. Yes. <laughs> so when was that when you first started homebrewing? So, um, so Colin started before me. Uh, when yeah. did you start? I, I started in uh, 2011 uh, okay. with one of my best friends from college. Well, it's been brewing for about 10 years or so. Well, yeah, over, yeah, 10, years over 10 years. Yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> I, I actually got that Mr. Beer kit in like the uh, Christmas of like 2012, <laughs> and I didn't actually like crack it open until like 10 months later. Yep. I'm yep. actually like to, like to this day, I mean, when I was doing it, obviously, I had no idea what the processes were. I didn't know that yeast was like a living organism at all, but uh, the, the yeast packet that came with it was still viable enough right or or at least uh, uh I, I hope so i hope it wasn't my uh my my cleaning practices but. right right some growth <laughs> you never know. wild never. thing going on uh-huh. yep. but yeah i didn't i didn't actually crack the thing open until like uh, 10 months later and just kind of ad hoc through everything together and uh and, and see what happened but 
yeah, then, then when Colin you know, brought his full grain setup over, I mean, that, that was the, the last of my, my kit Eye-opening experience. Eye-opening experience, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you find as though, it, when did it become more of like a, less of a hobby and then you're like, shit, I want to leave We got to do this. Do <laughs> right, yeah. So actually for, for me, I was uh, originally a zookeeper and an aquarist. What? Yeah, so Whoa. that's what I did First I was, out of school. First zookeeper I think we've ever talked to. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was it was interesting. You know, it was, it was fun. I liked it. Um, What's but, your favorite animal? Uh, so one of the most interesting animals I ever worked with was a southern cassowary. Mm-hmm. It's what is that? It's the third largest bird in the world. And oh. they look like if you mixed a um, ostrich type bird with a dinosaur with a turkey um, <laughs> had a brightly colored waddles had a like big um, they should make horn, a video like, game head on it. it was like one ugly motherfucker oh yeah that's <laughs> crazy <laughs> oh, they, they, uh, they're super dangerous super too. dangerous oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. we had a breeding pair and um, that sounds even like more dangerous <laughs> second day on the job and they're like okay you're gonna go in there and you're gonna go get their egg because they all otherwise will destroy that egg. Oh, God. The eggs are worth like a couple hundred dollars. Um, wow. If viable, all the way to a chick, like thousands of dollars. So um, this was a pretty big deal. And they were like, okay, so here's a pig shield. Pig shield is basically just a giant piece of metal with some handles on it. And they're like, go on in there and uh, try to get, get that egg. Good so luck. I go in, I put on a shield to try to block you know, the, the, the burrs, like basically a velociraptor from tearing my face <laughs> apart and, uh, get the egg out, which is like, you know, probably about 10 inches. That's a decent size it's egg. It's a big too. egg. Yeah. And brightly colored too. They're like bright green. Yeah, they're very really pretty. cool. Yeah. That's fun. Shit. But Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, How Chris, big is the bird? To... Is the bird like. So they're like a little bit smaller than an emu, which is the second largest bird. That's a de- so yeah, so <laughs> you are fighting for your life. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely large. taller than me. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, Chris, you have to follow that. <laughs> so then, yeah, so I get uh, out of that industry because I was like, okay, I don't want to be around cities anymore. I want to be able to move off to the country. And you don't really have zoos and aquariums like in the country. Yeah. So um, I end up... Um, being like, okay, what I'm going to do with my job? And I said, well, I'm a home brewer. And the obvious answer is I go into the brewing industry. And so that's uh, how I got into that. And nice. Very cool. Kind of the rest is history, as they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris? Yeah. Well, um, so Colin had already started getting into the industry. He started at a homebrew store over in Marlboro. It's no longer around. It's called Strange Brew. Um, was there for a couple of years. Uh, then he got a job over at, uh, at um, Ironheart Mobile Canning Company. Goes around different breweries. And even by this point, we were still just homebrewing. Like this was never a concept in our mind. But we really, really enjoyed the act of brewing. We would brew tons and tons of beer. After a while, um, like Colin would upgrade his setup. I would get his old pots and everything, <laughs> yep. and we would brew together but independently. So either I would bring my setup to his house, he'd bring his to my house, and we'd brew, again, together, but independently. Over the course of years, we amassed tons and tons and tons of recipes <laughs> each. And uh, we, we love brewing everything. Uh, not just, you know, our IPAs, but, I mean, we, we uh, dark Kolsch we got. Uh, I mean, our first beer was a, uh, our black IPA, which uh, nice. yeah, drink, awesome. we're yep. drinking right now. And... Um, we, we just really liked the act of brewing. And, you know, one keg each turned into three kegs, turned into six kegs. At a point, we, were, we were both had over a dozen kegs apiece. Yep. And, yep. Uh, <laughs> and we would uh, we'd ha- we'd go to parties. You know, uh, my, my family would throw our annual Christmas in July party, which was 
a lot of fun. Uh, COVID kind of killed it. That sounds amazing, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had one. You just didn't come. Oh, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a long-standing family tradition. Um, and what would happen, was, it, it, you know, we'd start bringing our beer to this thing. It started out, you know, we'd have a jockey box, four or five taps. The last one that we did, we had, what, 16, 18 beers oh my on God. tap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and this Christmas in July, it, was, it, it started out, like, in the very, very beginning as just my immediate family. And then over the course of years, it became bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where we had over 100 people. The neighborhoods. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Neighborhood, <laughs> uh, friends, friends of friends, uh, you yep. know, our extended family. I mean, maybe these no things five were, people here. Yeah, yeah yep. right? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and as a result, we would get a lot of feedback, a lot of honest feedback. Believe me, my, my family can be pretty brutal at times. <laughs> and uh, and we would perfect our recipes. And uh, one year, one, one Christmas, our uncle-in-law, our wife's uncle, Uncle Bob, came up to visit us. Good old and Uncle Bob. Good old Uncle Bob, <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, he, he came up to visit us. And, of course, we were drinking all night and everything. And he, he tries our beer. And he's like, this is some of the best beer I've ever had. <laughs> he's like, when you go into business, let me know. I want to give you a hand with this. And we're like, ah, Uncle Bob, sure, Uncle Bob, Bob. yeah. <laughs> One too many, Uncle Bob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, as the years went on, Colin finally got a job at uh, Throwback Brewery as one of the oh, brewers over nice. there. That's yeah. awesome. And halfway through his tenure there, we we're, 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 you know, thinking, we're like, hey, we can probably make this happen. I was working in IT at the time. I kind of fell into it. I was good at it. Hated it. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very, very stressful. Um, I don't like being stuck in a cubicle. I love talking to people. Yep. Um, and you just don't have that environment in, in IT. And so, like, uh, one after one day, I, you know, I was stressed out. I came home. I was miserable. And Amanda, my wife, she's like, look, you got to get out of the industry. You, you're miserable. You just... Just find a job in the brewing industry and just do it. And she was the one that kind of gave us the final push nice. to get into the industry. And so uh, I figured Colin already has a bunch of back house experience. And he worked at the home brew store. He worked at, as a mobile canning company. Um, he worked at, you know, as a brewer, a cellarman, you know. Uh, so I'm like, well, if he's got the back house, I'll go get the front of house experience. So I got a job over at Harpoon. Uh, right in the beer hall, right in Boston. Awesome. And um, yeah, they, I mean, they got their SOPs and everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> completely like, oh, yeah. different. <laughs> the, mm -hmm. well, like you start there and they give you a legit like binder full of all of their SOPs. Wow. Uh, like yeah. spelled everything out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. they've been around since 86. Uh, they've, yeah. They've, they've got their, they know they kind of yeah. know what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, and it allowed me to get a really, really good foundation for, for the front of house stuff. And uh, yeah, from, from there on, you know, that's when we started uh, meeting weekly, starting our business plan, putting it all together. It took us about a year, year and a half or so to, to get, get our business plan put together. But when Uncle Bob came up to visit us uh, one year, we had the, it finished, uh, you know, before we even cracked open a single beer, you know, we sat him down, we put it right down in front of him and said, <laughs> Uncle Bob, no pressure. Uh, we, we've already kind of illustrated um, all, of, all of the financial side of things. But if you would like to be a part of this, uh, we would love to have you on board. And without even opening, he said, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, this all started in about 2018. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind of reference. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So Uncle Bob himself is responsible for about a quarter of our um, our financial um, stuff here. Investment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, he got us through a lot of the, the early side of things, you know, all the, all the legal right. crap involved. Right. And, yeah, and uh, yeah, from there on, you know, we, we, we kept on meeting weekly, um, hammering out that business plan. Uh, we originally, so we're in Littleton, 
Mm-hmm. We were originally looking at uh, the Greater Lowell area. Specifically, mm. we were looking at places in Bill Ricker and Chelmsford. Yep. Which need breweries still. Just yes. Yes. do. Yes. Just yes. throw it out there, guys. Fact, <laughs> yes, yes. We, we almost landed in Chelmsford. We were oh, looking, oh, Chelmsford would be great. Uh, right? Uh, right? Uh, Littleton's great. I'm not. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, There's still I, plenty of opportunity, folks. Yes, I yes. went to UMass Lowell. <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> so, yeah, we almost landed in Chelmsford. We were maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month out from signing a lease. We went back and forth for, for months. And uh, then COVID hit mm-hmm. uh, and the landlords backed out immediately. They're like, we want nothing to do with the restaurant industry. And we're like, oh, we're not oh, a restaurant. Oh, we're not a restaurant. Yeah. We're not a restaurant. No food. And they're like, we don't care. Uh, and, and in hindsight, okay. I mean, I, I totally understand. It was very uncertain times. Nobody knew what was going to happen at all. It's kind of like a blessing though in disguise, right? Like you Very much <laughs> so. Yeah, you were not paying rent. Very on. much yeah. so. In fact, actually, like uh, that happened. It was kind of a bit of a bummer. You know, we were a little depressed for about a week or so, but then we're like, you know, this will give us a time to kind of take a step back from the industry, see what breweries are doing right, see what, doing the, what they're doing wrong. And um, we rewrote our business plan from scratch. And before we get into that... Yeah. A word from our sponsors. At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BREWROOTS for 10% off your online order today. Shirts on Tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers. Each month, Shirts on Tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design. We've been teamed up with Shirts on Tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners. To get your first shirt for $5 off, go to the link in our description below and use the promo code. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. All right, Chris, just run yes. the podcast. I'm enjoying just, yeah, drink, just drinking keep... these beers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, where did I leave off? Uh, so basically, you couldn't get in Chelmsford. Oh, yeah. Pandemic. So rewrote business. Rewrote, rewrote yeah. the business plan from scratch. Um, and we actually had a whole spread lease, a spreadsheet of all of our uh, needs versus wants. And a lot of these wants turned into needs. Like, uh, hmm. first of all, outdoor seating. You know, outdoor seating was a, a yeah. was. Maybe we'll really have nice. it, but no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After the pandemic, it was too. Yes. Everyone absolutely. wants to be outside. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Any brewery that doesn't, I mean, I, I know you're limited by space, but it's just mm-hmm. so nice. It's mm-hmm. so nice. It is. Yep. With pandemic or without pandemic, it's yes. just it's wonderful, wonderful having a beer outside. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, one of the other big things that was, uh, that turned into a need was our crowler machine. That's at the end of the bar over there. Nice. That, that guy over there was four grand. And it has already paid for itself, like like <laughs> tenfold. That's awesome. Oh, easy. Um, that represents at least a quarter of our sales. And even um, still, like right now, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. that's cool. And um, yeah, no, that thing was was a godsend for us. Um, but yeah, all of, all of these things kind of culminated together. Um, yeah, we like I said, we threw out our old business plan. It's like we, this, this this is no longer <laughs> <Isn't>, viable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, and, and then we started we started looking. Well, it was about six or eight months later, right? Yeah. Yeah. We started yeah. looking again in earnest. Um, and we looked at 
easy 60 different places. It took uh, us about a year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we looked it. at pla- uh, like uh, place after place, but there was a lot of vetting. Um, we had a laundry list of prerequisites and uh, a lot of it, uh, like even half of the the uh, spots that we were looking at were immediately vetted because uh, like we wanted to have a tap room that, that uh, faced a brewery, the brewery. And just that alone, uh, ran, we ran into zoning issues. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we, we've already nixed half of these things just because they couldn't do a uh, customer facing and industrial side. Out of curiosity, yeah. sorry to interrupt, but like yeah. what was on that list and kind of why maybe were some of those things that you were looking for? Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Did you want to go over that? Yeah. So, uh, definitely on the list was, um, you know, a, a large enough space to be able to house both a brewery and a tap room. Sure. And um, a lot of that also came with, okay, you now have like all this stuff at the end of, of brewing. You have spent grain, you got other things. So, like a need for access to easily get rid of all of this big, massive stuff, which we do. So, we so put a garage into, door, like, basically. Yeah, yeah. Garage door is kind of a, a necessary thing. And there were some places, yeah, it had a garage door, but it had some sort of regular door between so that would mean <laughs> knocking down some massive wall yeah, to try to yeah. go ahead and open this up <laughs> um and uh then obviously the outdoor seating was an issue uh, making uh, sure there was enough of that foundation too foundation uh, I, don't, I don't know if you know this but fermenters are kind of heavy yeah, when they're yeah. full uh especially when you have you know t- uh, 12 12 tanks over there that currently all but one are full over there we got to have a foundation that can support that. Yeah. You got to be able to get a forklift around. And uh, tall all, ceilings was kind of a necessary yep. thing. It's not like 100% necessary, but it was like for what we envisioned, oh, we cool. wanted the, the high ceilings yeah. to be able to fit all this equipment in and be able to expand on uh, our space once we are and, got going here. And in hindsight, that place that we were looking at in Chelmsford had like what, 12 foot ceilings mm-hmm. um, yeah. versus our 18 foot one yeah. here. It's Almost kind of double the size yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> too. Uh, the, the outdoor ceiling that they proposed was like, like this small, like ten by twelve area outside, it was, which would have—I mean, at the but time okay, would have been, oh yeah, right? that, that, that'd be nice. But yeah, we needed more now. Yeah, so like it was definitely a blessing. How much space. outdoor space do you have now? So uh, we have enough for about like seven or eight picnic tables. It kind of goes right. That's from, a decent from amount. There. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. Right yeah be about like twenty-five to thirty people would be able to. Yeah, yeah that's there. awesome. Yeah, and better, better than nothing. Oh, and, definitely. Um, yeah. Right now, it's not finished. Uh, I was I was in the middle of you know, laying patio blocks in <laughs> November last year, about a week before we actually opened. And uh, here I am leveling it out. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? You know, I got so much work I got to do inside here. And here I'm outside you know, laying something that will probably be closed in three weeks. Little, right, little right. did I know we had the <laughs> mildest was, winter. Yeah, and that would have been awesome to have, <laughs> even like last week when it was 60 degrees. Yeah. Uh, or this it's week when right. it's going to be about 62. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But um, yeah, so yeah, we'll, we're uh, we're actually looking to debut our uh, outdoor seating on um, May fifth. Okay, uh, we're, we're actually do, uh, doing a whole ribbon cutting event. We're part nice. of the, the Shoba uh, Chamber of Commerce. They're gonna come out. They're gonna put out a ribbon. We're gonna get one of those you know Big giant scissors. Pairs of scissors. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> That's where does one, legit. Where does one buy those? Giant? I, I don't know. Probably but Amazon. Do you they think they bring it? Pair, right? <laughs> or you you got to make sure you have it because sure they, they don't have I'm it. I'm wondering if they're safety scissors too. Like, can you cut yourself <laughs> on these things? <laughs> 
We should look into that. Yeah, right? Yeah. But um, when I was talking with the, the town, I'm, I've been very, very close with the town of Littleton. Littleton has been awesome. They've yeah. been very, very, very helpful over here. And uh, they actually have a giant pair of scissors. It actually comes in <laughs> what looks like a guitar case. I was actually oh, shown it. I think awesome. she, she didn't open it up for me, but she's like, the scissors are in there. <laughs> Holy shit. They have their own case. And right? That's really yeah. cool. That's special. Uh, it's good you mentioned Littleton. So did they get the idea of a brewery? Because I, I, we talked to a ton of breweries, and they're like, yeah, we don't want like, another bar. Yeah. Right? Like, actually, yeah. Like, it's like a restaurant or whatever, right? right. You don't really yeah. know. Yeah. So there was a little bit of that in the beginning, mm -hmm. um, but they caught on pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, there's a few people that are on, like, the, the board and everything that actually go to breweries and are interested in beer. So they That's do helpful. understand that. And then um, our engineer uh, was very helpful in this as well because he uh, is a very much a beer geek mm -hmm. and um, <laughs> was able to explain like all of the ins and outs of what we're doing here yeah. without like having to try to like explain it to lay Pearson. Like he was just like, here's what they're right. doing. And then he was able to define it really he, easily for us. He was instrumental over here, Bruce. Um, he was our civil engineer. Um, one of the hardest things uh, to, to get through was the Board of Health, which of course. Makes, makes sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's, there's a lot of things involved with that. We are on a septic system, mm. so our occupancy is directly tied in with our septic system. Yeah, no, that makes, yeah. And <laughs> there is like an actual septic usage depending on what kind of business you are. So the, the Board of Health didn't really know what what we were, what we were looking to do, um, which again makes sense is nothing like this in the area. We're the first in this area. Yeah. Yep. So you just tell people don't break the seal here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he had originally coded us as a restaurant, which um, which has I think I think like just to throw numbers at you, um, about thirty five gallons of usage per seat. Now, uh, Bruce was able to sit down. He was able to define us uh, a little bit better. Uh, got us down to about 20 gallons per seat, which is huge, which yeah. means we have a lot more usage. We get more people. people in here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he was he was awesome. Um, so having, having our civil engineer to kind of define all of that for us uh, was awesome. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Diane, she's one of our town administrators, uh, she went out of her way to kind of Go go through the process. How do how do we start a brewery in town? She learned all the you know, all the stuff that we needed to do for the federal, all the state, all the local, and everything. So she was awesome. She was. I got a call from her basically every other day. Hey, do you have this? Do you have that? I can get that for you. So yep. the, the town was very excited to get us in here. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and, and um, I, I I say to people all the time, we have like the perfect trifecta. You know, <laughs> the, the town has been awesome. Uh, our locals are amazing. I mean, we've been open for just over four months, and we have so many regulars who come in here. Nice. Our our neighbors are our best friends. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, the, the third part of that would be our landlords. Our landlords. That's uh, huge. Yes. If you have good landlords, that's. Our <laughs> landlords. Uh, it, it's uh, So this building isn't owned by some big brokerage company or anything like that. It's owned by a husband and wife. And they actually own the uh, sheet metal company on the opposite side of this building. They, if you look at our corner right here, they built that uh, copper corner for us. Nice. They did uh, uh, our steel top for our crawler machine. And, uh, and most of all, they're big beer folks, which Love I it. think is very, very yes. important. Right? One of the first things so they, they wanted it. to know is they wanted to have a sample of our beer. They were like, well, we want to make sure you're actually making Decent, good beer right? here. Yeah. We don't want just some crap brewery yeah. coming in here. Yeah. So, yeah, that was one of the first things we were just kind of like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, we can totally do that. That's we have awesome a whole having bunch that of support bro, so. from yeah. not only your 
you know, your owners, your landlords, but mm-hmm. like everyone else in the area. And yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and having that, uh, rapport is, is really great. Right. Uh, we're, we were sitting down with them one day, just chatting, having a couple beers and whatnot. And, uh, this is before we had even opened and Betsy, uh, the wife, she's like, um, you know, you, being on Porter Road, you guys are going to have a porter, right? And we didn't have a porter in our in our <laughs> Oh shit! And like, I haven't brought a porter I, in I like about five Colin. or six years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I pointed at Colin. I'm like, we're getting a porter, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so hence, so now the you have a porter. porter. Yep. Good, yes. good. Yeah. Um, so four months. Mm-hmm. Is there things that you're like, man? I wish we did a little bit different. <laughs> um, off the top of my head. Um, not, not really. We're actually just kind of flying by the seat of our pants. Uh, we're making it up as we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of our regulars, like you guys must be like these big business masterminds. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Sure, we are. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, right? Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, uh, the, the uh, I, I feel like we've been doing pretty, pretty good by our customers. Um, I mean, as, as long as you're, you know, upfront, honest, you make good beer, you know, you, you treat your customers with respect, you know. I mean, yeah. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't even think of anything that we could do differently. Yeah, the biggest thing that we need to still do is get another uh, cold room because yes. in hindsight, um, the amount of kegs for filling 16 taps, that fills a, ke- a cold that room really small. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we want to go ahead and get into uh, canning, um, get a mobile canning company in here and yep. go ahead and can our stuff up. Uh, but we have no cold storage for that right now. So right. it's like, okay, so that's a little bit of a hurdle. But uh, we're actually <laughs> yeah. start, starting in the works to find someone to yeah. help us out with that. So it's well, cool. Nice. Yeah. How's but, the beer community been for you guys? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Come on, don't, come on be honest. So, I mean, it, it's no surprise to anybody that our best seller is our New England IPA. Uh, that, that, and by a large margin, like uh, you, you take yeah. number two, which is our session IPA, and you double it, and it still doesn't hit that <laughs> oh, that geez. new. Yeah, wow. But we we see a lot more um, other styles that are that are favorite, like uh, like our Bohemian Pilsner. That's mm-hmm. that's that's great to see. I love yeah. that. That's in the top three. That's awesome. Yep. yep. Uh, nice. The twenty four porter, our, our, our porter that defines our building, is a very very popular beer. And in fact, we don't have it on tap right now because we. Gosh. Uh, no. well, well, supposed we to always have a porter. We we thought we had more kegs than we did, and uh, it's coming. That's back, all guys. right. Thank you. Not enough cold storage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, that's another thing too. Our our, um, our cooperage is a bit of an issue too. Like um, we we need more kegs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, we've already yeah. we've already done another order of kegs back in oh, wow. November, and we just put another one in uh, yeah. this week. more this week. So yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's a good thing. Right? It's, oh, it's yeah. a great problem to yeah. have. I'll tell you yeah. that much. So can we establish this is only direct to consumers on site. You're correct, not correct. distributing to restaurants. Uh, well, we do not, you local do? accounts. Okay. Yep. That's okay. cool. Yeah. Uh, in fact, um, yeah. uh, there's a local wine bar on the other side of town, Salute. Uh, uh, Deb, she reached out to us uh, before we even opened. Uh, oh, the, nice. The, so yeah, she's our have, first account. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's a wine bar, but she has a small selection of beer, and uh, which makes sense. I mean, yeah. uh, kind of like a brewery, you know, not everybody's beer drinkers. Um, at the, the wine bar, they have beer. And, yeah, so they were our first account. Uh, we have one at the center of town in, uh, at the Littleton Sub Shop. Uh, we have a, a place over in Air as well, um, the Neshoba Club of Pizza. Oh, okay. they're, they're our biggest account. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. But that's still nice. impressive. I mean, you, most of your sales are directing consumers. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Right. Um, and you mentioned cans coming mm-hmm. down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, people cool with the crawlers. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's cool. I love to see that because yeah. I enjoy a crowler. Uh-huh. Like, I, don't I mean, who doesn't like a forearm take... worth of beer, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But I don't always want to take like a four pack of one beer. It's nice to just bring home a crowler and just yeah. like, all right, we're going to take this home and just drink it tonight. Drink it to my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done exactly two shotguns of crowlers. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, we it's should make, a, we should that make is a three today. Intense. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> um, so I hate this question, but mm-hmm. we have to pay our sponsors. So sure. sponsors first. But I want you to think about it. What's next? Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. So after loggering for... Two and months. Yeah, for two months. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. We're back. <laughs> and drinking the Bohemian Pills, is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Yeah, Tomaton. Bo Pills is what you called it. I like that. <laughs> so the Boho Pills, yeah. Boho Pills, yeah, Boho Pills. Yeah. I like that. Boho. So what's next? We kind of foreshadowed it a little bit. You talked canning. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, outdoor um, seating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, canning, outdoor seating. Uh, actually, um, so we have only one uh, one employee uh, that, that actually works for nice. us. So. Uh, the, at the end of the month, Expanding. Colin and I are going to sit down <laughs> and talk about actually hiring more help. Uh, That's awesome. We, we we wear a lot of hats, yeah. and so to uh, I, I need to get Colin off the bar. He's he's our head brewer. There's so many projects back there that he needs to do, and that's a little bit foreshadowing of what's yeah. next. Mm. Yeah, so one of the things is I have a room dedicated to making sour beers, wild-age beers. Mm-hmm. Thank nice. God you have a room, and it's, it's not just like... Right. It's just stuff in it right now, like yeah. all the equipment, and it has not been even touched yet. I, I have just have never had time to go ahead and brew up something, so that's one of the things. Is as soon as I can get off the bar and I have some extra free time, I'm going to be doing that. And that one of the first things I'm going to be putting through that is my dark sour. Um, I entered that uh, into hold on, it. Hold on, award-winning <laughs> dark sour. <laughs> he was getting to that. <laughs> so this was entered into a homebrew competition down in uh, the South Shore area um, a couple of years back, um, and it won best in uh, best in show oh, and nice. also top in its category. That's so awesome. I'm Shit. very excited about bringing mm-hmm. that back. It's a dark sour aged on pluots. Pluots are a hybrid of um, apricot and um, plum. plum. Will yeah. you be putting it in bottles? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yes. What makes it a dark sour? Yeah, so it's a little bit of the malt. Uh, so we use I use a little bit of uh, chocolate malt and a little bit of a uh, dehusked, um, debittered um, dark malt. And it just gives a little bit of that color without too, too much of that roastiness. Um, and then that f- allows the fruit flavors to kind of come forward. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm not a big fan of sours myself. Uh, it's usually instant heartburn for me. But <laughs> this one, 
Very, very nice. Would you say it slaps, as the kids say? I, yeah, it straight, slaps. Straight gas. Straight gas. <laughs> straight gas. <laughs> well, I can't wait to have that in bottles later mm-hmm. this year, maybe? This year or next, probably, probably next. It, okay, well, so when I did fine. it before, I aged it out for a year and a half, actually. Probably smart. So. Yeah. Well, I'll try to waste. I like that you guys have already planned out a sour room. Mm-hmm. Separate from the brew house. Mm-hmm. Don't have to worry about infecting. It's one of the few rooms that actually have a solid ceiling. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, every, all of our other rooms back there have, you know, just your regular Pretend. floating ceiling. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, this one, like, we don't want to risk infecting the brewery. <laughs> yeah. No cool ship, right? No cool ship. <laughs> not yet. Not, I was yeah, going to say, say, not yet. Yeah. We, we have done it. That sounds really cool. We you, have done, done it. it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's cool. Nice, nice. I want to talk about the future. <clears throat> What about expanding more into wholesale accounts? Yep. So um, most of our sales are going to stick towards um, in-house, but we are going to, once we're into canning, uh, get into a little bit of wholesale stuff. Um, we have a couple of accounts um, that we already were looking for cans, um, some specialty um, uh, beer stores. Um, we like to make sure that our product is treated very, very well. Yes. And we're also very, very selective. making sure that it's getting sold within the time frame that it sure. should be sold uh, so that it's in its freshest, most prime. Yeah. And I, will you be handling that, one of you two? Or yeah, probably. Or will you be yeah. hiring <laughs> someone in sales yeah. to do that? So it might start with us, but yeah. then, uh, you know, we'll probably, once we can have the capital to go ahead and pay someone to do sales, that will be definitely something on our docket. My, yep. my, my biggest fear, I mean, I'm sure you guys have walked into a liquor store uh, recently. Uh, you go down the beer aisle, you're struck with analysis paralysis at the 30,000 uh, <laughs> options that you have available. Yes. <laughs> um, and then you do one of two things. You either default to something that you know. Or you're like, you know what, this looks cool, this label looks cool. You bring it home, you crack it open, you're like, oh, this is kind of weird. And then you look on the bottom and you realize it's been sitting there for eight months. Yeah, That's the last yeah. thing I want to happen okay. to my beer. So I have a theory, and I'm not in the beer industry, so I can't test this. But he does have a lot of theories. They're good, usually. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say for the first five years, you go into Strictly, Mom and Pop, you have that one-on-one connection uh, with them to try to hype up your beer, right? People try it. They like it. They come here. You keep filtering in new people to know the brand. And then by that point, six years down the line, you can go into places like the city in New Hampshire, right? right? Where people see your cans. They're like, oh, I know them. I'm going to get that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't really have to do much. Mm-hmm. But because you had that one-on-one connection with, let's say, you know, a handful, five, six, seven mom and pop stores sure. that really know you and what you're about and what your beer is, and they support it and they like it. What's yeah, the question? That's the natural. That was yeah, a yeah, plug. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that yeah, was a city plug. No, no. Do you think something like that it would work I could, well. I could see something down the road like that. Um, yeah. You know, sticking towards like still using um, beer centric stores. Um, yeah. You know, going into the grocery store, maybe not kind of in our wheelhouse because it's like, uh, it's a little bit. Um, too mainstream for us, you know. Okay. We wanna we wanna have uh, things be a little more of our hands are still in the pot. You on also us. might not stand out in a grocery store. I feel like oh yeah, especially yeah. Yeah. I didn't say grocery store. We're just talking. I didn't say grocery uh, store. We're talking about. Grocery but you, so you're, you're thinking like a craft beer store? Yes. yes. 
something that specializes, something that actually gives a shit about so, beer. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, and I totally understand where the, you're coming from. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't stepped foot in a craft beer store in probably four or five years. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I don't think it's worth it because I've, actu- I've actually found that I find more older beer that isn't handled well because 90% of it is on the floor warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's it. And I think... I think we can talk about this a little bit, like Wandering Soul. They're no longer in business. Correct. Still doing stuff. But, I mean, how many times have we talked to Matt and he's like, my beer's supposed to be in the fridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not on the floor. Yeah. Like, I, I texted him countless times, like, hey, your beer's on the floor. Yeah, at that what point, you'd fuck? just be like, You're hey, like, yeah. I'm done with you then. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. 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 No. But you guys have a brick and where he did not have a brick and mortar. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It, oh, yeah. It, those, yeah. Those people who do uh, you know distribution only. Rockport. That's rough. Yeah, that's yeah. rough. That's I, feel for I always see his stuff in the fridge, though. I don't know why, yeah. but I always do. Yeah. Maybe an extra slip on the side there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Just the tip. I, a little kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying a kiss, but you went there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I think the direct-to-consumer model for breweries of your mm-hmm. size is... The perfect. I'm oh, not yeah. trying to tell you to yeah. run how you run your business, but to me, I mean, we we look at breweries like Sylvaticus in Amesbury. Mm-hmm. They do one of my favorites. Same, oh, same. Right? They do awesome sales. They do a great product, and they can. Count, they're still true to what they want to do. It sounds that's what you kind of want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they have like two wholesale accounts, yeah. and that's it. And right. I think, and they're right up the street. They just <laughs> walk up the hill. And when you go to Sylvaticus, it's a sense of community. Yep. That's mine at Ryan's local brewery. Mm-hmm. That's where we go. Yeah. Bartenders know us. The mm-hmm. beer tenders know us there. Ryan, you getting a boot? Yep. Matt, you getting the smallest beer you can get? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yep. usually how it works. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's, and, and that's, that's exactly the type of model that we want. Uh, like, ever since conception of this brewery, yeah. we wanted to be ingrained in the local community. Yeah. We thought it would take a lot longer to take root than, we, than it actually has. No, this nah, area. beer people will flock no, to I was saying, this area is yes. right starving for, yeah. for Uh-huh. We yeah. And they're a community mm-hmm. area, like Littleton, mm-hmm. this area. They, they are focused on community Huge already. Yeah. Community. So you there's there's offering a, that space to them. It's like, well, okay. There's yeah. a little, uh, <laughs> like, hobby gaming store in Littleton. Yep. And yeah. people travel all over the freaking, like, state to come to. Yeah. But I mean, like... He's like, yeah, we were fed off lo- locals for so long. Mm-hmm. Now we got because of the internet. Because mm-hmm. well, of the internet, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. no like, um, like I said, we've only been open for just over four months. Um, we had a great winter, which is crazy to That's say. That's impressive. Yeah don't, yeah, don't say that. I know, right? That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Where's the one? We've been packing houses every, every weekend, awesome. and Good we're in the you. middle of winter. Well, I'm legitimately terrified for for summer. Yeah, can we? <laughs> you should spring? be in the best way. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ryan and I were talking about this on the way in. Mm-hmm. This is not to discredit. Mm-hmm. We kind of rolled our eyes because mm-hmm. we're like oh, another industrial park. <laughs> right. It, this is exactly what we said. Yep. It's like, how do you attract people to an industrial park that people probably drive past all the time to their house that they're like. They could be making meth over there, or they could be making <laughs> you don't know airplanes. It's an industrial I have no park. clue, right? Like it's just an industrial. It's park. just an industrial park. Yeah, like, nobody really knows. Him. There's yeah. two in my town. I have no clue what the fuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Social media, right? Like, how are you yes. getting people to come to you? Social media, word of mouth, and Google. Um, Google, Google searches. Okay. Yeah. So, so a lot of people Google search, uh, you know, breweries around me, and that's mm-hmm. we pop up, which is great. Um, and then social media, just having you know as much blasts out there throughout the week. Um, 
we're still seeing people coming in from that. Um, and then also just word of mouth. People that have come here been like, hey, we really liked this. And then they talk to their friends and their friends talk to their friends. And then it all kind of spirals into mm-hmm. more and more people coming in. I feel like yeah. word of mouth is such an underrated marketing resource. Oh, yeah. So what I, what I was about to say is that, well, believe it or not, I spend a lot of time behind the bar. Wow. Shocker, right? <laughs> uh, I've, got a, I've got a good handle on uh, what people have been here before, what people are new. You know, I, I can generally really know if it's a new face or not. Usually it's the, the eyes glazed yeah. over as they're looking around. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, right, right. <laughs> but uh, I make sure to ask these people, how have you heard from us? And I would say at least 70% of the time it's word of mouth. That's awesome. I, I learned my from so and so, my yeah. neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you guys up at uh, up at the Neshoba Club. I saw you here. I, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, then Google, and then, uh, and then like the occasional oh Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And of yeah. course, we're coming into um, beer uh, events. Because um, yes. it's spring and yep. summer, yep. so uh, we actually have quite a few lined up throughout the, rest today. Of the year. We have Ooh. an event today, the Taste of Neshoba. Very cool. Um, and uh, yeah, we have a, like pretty much every month over the next probably four months. What are your biggest uh, ones coming some, up? Uh, so the mass uh, beer, um, yes. that's going to be in the end of April. Yep. Um, and then uh, we also have the Boston Market, uh, the Boston Market which is also in April. Uh, we'll say that yes. That sounds right. Yeah. Fun place. Don't worry. Fun fact <laughs> on the, the uh, Boston Market one. Uh, I know the the person, one of the people who were organizing it is one of our regulars. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, awesome. And, and we were invited before any other brewery. Just, just saying. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. Saying. <laughs> Bless your soul. No, but if you, uh, I, I don't say this often, but if you guys keep pumping out beers like this Bohemian Pilsner mm-hmm. and that black IPA. We'll be back. Oh, yeah. I'll be back. So, <laughs> and that, and My girlfriend lives in Nashville. This ain't too far. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, that's one of the things that we like to like, like to put emphasis on is uh, variety. You know, It's always said variety is the spice of life. I love just beer. I, I, not not just not just boho pills. I mean, I, I love our dark kolsch. I love our. We have an English mild. We have a. Uh, I mean, we we do a little bit of everything. One of the, one of the actually actual driving forces that put it into our head was that we walked into a brewery. They had thirty beers on tap. Oh my God. And all but two were IPAs. Ooh. Oh, we and like those. Breweries. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> like Colin, and I, Colin and I looked at each other like, you know. There's opportunity here. Yeah. <laughs> There's more styles out there. I feel like it's a way for you to like actually introduce people to more styles. Sure. Like you yeah. give them the IPA because that's what they want, right? Oh, yeah. And then after you're like, hey, maybe if you're next beer, you try this. Right. Right. Yeah. And then you introduce some of the mm-hmm. new things and then it's like But that's the Whoa. beautiful thing about having a brick and mortar exactly. and, right and, yeah. and this, that's nothing to you know knock uh, IPAs oh no they're I mean, great I enjoy a session we told you IPA. we talk shit about them we told oh, you. I mean I, I'll, I'll talk shit about IPAs all the time I've, I've been hopped out for a couple of yeah. years now Hopper. but uh, I mean it, it, no surprise to anybody IPAs keep the lights on the exactly building. Everyone we have knows. 16 beers on tap we will always have four IPAs, and we'll rotate these too. You know, I mean, yeah. we also have different IPAs that you never see. I'm a case of point. Yeah. The black we have IPA. a black IPA. Which we have great. a red rye IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have then twelve other taps that we could just mess around and do whatever the hell we want with. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of them I, I'll say eleven taps because one of them we keep as a hard seltzer. Okay. Um, again, just Fair just enough. to have something for everybody. And if uh, oh, we don't have them out, but uh, we have the little flavor pumps. You know that you get at like Starbucks or something. Like that, so that I think can, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's kind yeah. of traditional, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 No, so, I mean, uh, this, I can tell you uh, that we have people who get flights of seltzers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll take a raspberry lemonade, a 
watermelon, you a do, wild you. berry, and a lemonade, <laughs> you know? I mean, so why not? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, well, we, cool. we want to have something for everyone. We, we even just started doing, uh, we rolled out our, um, our house-made sodas. Oh, we have nice. A lemon lime soda. We have a cherry soda vanilla soda. Soda is so easy to make. It blows sure. my mind so that not more places do that. Easy. Yeah. So easy. You have easy. the ingredients yes. in house already, pretty yeah. much. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, being open only for four months, mm-hmm. and by the time this airs, maybe it's five months. Sure. Um, wow, that was a real Boston accent. That was super right? Boston. Yeah. <laughs> sure. 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 Yeah. sure, kid. What the fuck you said? <laughs> um, are you excited for things like Oktoberfest? Oh, are you yes. Excited? Are you excited for uh-huh. things like, you know, I, we, this is such a great space. Honestly, I'm Thank not you. like, I'm not Thank you very much. You guys, like, we built it with our own two hands. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blood, sweat, and tears yeah. into this. But you, uh, yeah, into the actual foundation. Yeah, yeah. We did 500 feet worth of trench training to yeah. get this place up and going. Like, I, I, we talked to breweries that have been around for a while, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, oh man, it's July, I have to brew an Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Or it's August, I got to brew a... Mm-hmm. a uh, pumpkin ale whatever mm-hmm. not yeah. saying they're gonna brew yeah. a pumpkin ale are you guys excited to do that shit that other breweries are like fuck i've been doing this for a while yeah <laughs> i yeah i love making oktoberfest beer. oh yeah. yeah um you know any lager i'll um right on that we love have it. a lagering tank a horizontal lagering tank yes. because we love lagers so much love uh it. the rest of our boho pills is actually in there what yes. about three barrels or so or maybe roughly yeah, oh, yeah. if i stay here it'll only be two no, I'm yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> don't tempt us yeah, don't tempt us. <laughs> yeah. What did I say? If I work from home, it'd be 4,000 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's exciting for you. You're in your in- infancy. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Oh yeah. Enjoy it. I'm excited. Summer's coming up. I mean, you've had a great winter. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a great summer. Mm-hmm. I really keep on doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing I could say is I want to see more of you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see more of you on social media. Keep yeah. on, keep I, know, I know. I know there's only two of you. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, so, I mean, and it's actually a whole family ordeal. Yeah. Um, uh, Colin's wife, Lindsay, she does all of our social media. Uh, she does all of our bookkeeping on top of a full-time job. Yeah. Um, hard. My, my wife will help out behind the bar. Again, she works, she works 50 hours a week and then come home, comes here right from work, yep. puts on her uniform and does another eight hours behind the bar. So she's a machine. And <laughs> she, made, she did our Crowler label yes. as well. Oh, cool. and yeah. our, our, logo. our logo. Yep, our logo. My, my wife actually did. Oh, sure. Um, That's really She cool. used a fermenter as her, uh, uh, as her inspiration. For the ginger yeah. fruit Spunding Bell, the main yep. main yep. I see it now. I see it. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very, very talented. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the tap space, right? I mm-hmm. see a bunch of board games. Um, you guys are kid friendly up until six p.m. on on Friday and, yeah, Saturday, and, and correct? Honestly, we don't even advertise. I put that. Okay. I, I put it on the uh, the the website just just to kind of you know put that out there. It actually happens naturally after. I mean, yeah, I kids figure. kids Most kind kids of wind down at that anyways, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, kids can't do, party. <laughs> we do say that after after about six o'clock becomes a more tavern setting for for the most part. Yeah. Um, a lot of our music starts at six or seven at night, so a lot of kids can't really handle the loud yeah. noise and yeah. You know that. So you say music. What other things are you doing here? Yeah, I see a like projector. A NASA yeah. projector, yeah. which is awesome. So um, we've done two movie nights. Cool. Uh, the first one, uh, first movie night was The Princess Bride. Second movie <laughs> night, Great one. Monty Python, The Holy oh, Grail. Yes. Uh, Andre the Giant's best movie. Uh-huh. R.I.P. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Um, our next movie night, uh, another Andre the Giant um, uh, feature, would be uh, 
uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, oh right. yeah. yes. I thought awesome. you were going to say WrestleMania 3, but... Ah. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, each their own. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, I have a, I have all sorts of stuff that I want to do. Again, it's it's the, the time. Yeah. Time, we, energy, we, for sure. But you have yeah. music, you say, as well. Yeah. And a so, comedy night, as well. Is yeah. that, like, uh, weekly? So, you have it every week? Or so, every? second Friday of every month is our comedy night, cool. uh, High Flying Comedy, uh, where we have a buddy who works at a comedy club out in Boston. He does all the booking over nice. there. And he's like, hey, do you want me to bring in some local comics? Absolutely, right. yeah. 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 So we've been doing that since December. We've had already 20, 25 comics come through here. A uh, different one every time. Nice. And they, they kill it. That's it's awesome. awesome. That's yeah. cool. It's That's really cool. cool. Um, let's see. So we, uh, we have music at, uh, basically every Friday and Saturday going up. I, I'm booked past July. Right oh, now. wow. Jeez. Um, <laughs> nice. let's see. There's a, uh, there's a board game group. I'm a, I'm a huge nerd. What's uh, your favorite board game? My for- favorite board game. Ah, man. Let's see. Uh, Lord of the Water Deep is a fun one. Um, I'm a Carcassonne guy. So Carcassonne's great. great I mean, uh, she's, I, I, uh, I can tell you guys are big board games because you have a cribbage, a cribbage logo, logo board. board. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> great. That was actually commissioned by, by my parents. Oh, oh yeah, my, nice. Yeah. nice. Um, my, my parents have been very, very supportive of us. Um, my, my dad was up here basically every Saturday helping us do, with the build out. Love Classic it. dad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Classic. And, uh, and during our uh, soft opening, my parents actually dressed in full steampunk regalia. Yes. Uh, dropped that, like, it blew my mind. Well, right? <laughs> that's that's, that's not something. Something that my dad would do. We saw the that's picture awesome. of you on. I was like, if he dresses up in steampunk <laughs> every day, every day, like, I'll be like he's so well, dedicated. Usually to on Saturdays, I'll really? dress. Yeah, because why yeah. not? Right, that's yeah, your exactly. theme. Like, you have an excuse to do that. I mean, uh, the yeah. wings that you see up here is actually part of a costume. Love I, it. I, I built those myself about ten years ago. That's so cool. Um, and it's actually bisected. If you look very closely, there's hinges on the back. Uh, they're held together literally by bobby pins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, event eventually. I want to have a daily uniform. It's just they're kind of expensive. Yeah. 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 Not there yet. Yeah. yeah. But that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for doing this today. Oh, absolutely. It's been yeah. a lot of fun. Absolutely. We love talking about beer. We love yeah. talking about the so business. So do we. This is like <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. 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 Huh. You, should, you should make a podcast. Yeah. Right? Noted. <laughs> we, were we're into about, that. we were thinking about it, but, you know, there's only so many hours in the day, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, I know. Um, <laughs> If you wanted to leave our listeners with like one thing mm-hmm. that you wanted people to know about dirigible, did I say that right? Dirigible. Yeah, I just kind of mumbled it, so I was like, oh. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> if you wanted our listeners and people who are fans of your brewery to kind of walk away with, mm-hmm. what would it be? Well, even if you're not a beer drinker, we'll find something for you. Now, we have a huge variety of stuff, um, whether you know all all shapes and sizes, uh, different styles, um, even even non-alcoholic stuff. I mean, we'll we'll find something for you, and it is a very very friendly, uh, family friendly environment. Very very low key. Um, come on by. Cool. Yeah. Just yeah. come hang out. Yeah. We yeah. got some great uh, people here. Great atmosphere. Mm. Um, always good music and. Good times. Yeah, we have a, a lot of regulars who just like talking to new people that I show like up that. at the bar. <laughs> I like, like that. Uh, yeah. uh, we, have a, we have a couple of regulars. One of them, Tim. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he, uh, he always comes in for one beer. It turns into usually three, four, <laughs> and a crowler to yeah. go. But it's because he, you know anybody who sits at the bar, he just likes just to chat them up. Shit. Yeah. yeah, he usually yeah. sits down for about three hours. You think he's going to be there for only an hour? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His yeah. wife is probably like, "Thank God, <laughs> yeah, right, part of the house. This is great." Uh, one thing I did want to ask: uh, food on premise, or do you guys get food trucks? So bring What's your own food. Um, yep, yep uh, we have an open bring your That's own cool. food policy, but we are starting to get more and more food trucks. Nice. Um, pinning food trucks down actually has 
has been a little bit more of a chore than I Definitely. thought it would be. I hear, yes. I hear. But um, that's cool that you can bring your own food too. I mean, that's, yeah. That's good. And I mean, so we, we can't have a kitchen. Uh, our septic is not rated to have a kitchen. <laughs> right. Um, not if you're I, at not 18 I gallons I want to make... <laughs> I, I, I don't ever want to make food, no. and you don't want my food either. <laughs> but uh, you know, we, we we put an emphasis on helping out other local businesses. Yeah. We've been trying to work with as focus many, on what you're good on, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, we'll take care of the beer. You take care of the food. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Bring in what you want, and uh, a good example of that is uh, we were open, you know, Black Friday day after Thanksgiving, and actually the table where we're sitting at right now, uh, there was an entire family who brought their leftovers from the day before. Oh my god! Spread yes. Right across the table. <laughs> I'm like, that is so. Awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> you know, Thanksgiving dinner 2.0. Right? right, right. I love it. <laughs> All right. So this might change by the time this is aired, but hours of operation currently? Mm -hmm. uh, Thursday to Sunday. Thursday, Friday is 3 to uh, three to 11. Uh, Saturday is 11 to 11. Sunday is 11 to 7. Excellent. Any plans to change that with the warmer months coming? Yes. Uh, so our pouring permit's actually good seven days a week. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, we just don't have the the manpower to <laughs> yeah. right, for the right. bar. Because, uh, I mean, even even now, the four-day stint that I had, you know, Thursday to Sunday, because I'm it's behind the bar every day. Right? Yeah. Yesterday was rough. Today was a little less rough, but <laughs> yeah, I made it here. Yeah. <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, they're going to go take a nap under one of the tables yes. before yep. they open. And, uh, we're going to go to our next destination. But thank you again for doing this. And uh, honestly, thank I, you. I implore our listeners to go to Dirigible in Littleton, Massachusetts. Um, it's awesome. The great beer, great. great people. I mean, yeah. for you guys anyways. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah and, uh, Thanks. Thanks for coming out here today, guys. Anytime. Thanks for trying our beer. and yeah. Yeah. Try sure. the Bohemian Fills. Yes, do very it. You will good. not regret it. Very good. Yes. It's very, very good. I can't wait for Oktoberfest here. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Cheers. You. Cheers. Cheers.